0: Trumas per gimel mishnah Aleph three one, fantastic mishnah here. The mishnah begins by saying hatorim kishos vinimtzem mara. If one takes truma and the, from a cucumber and the cucumber turns out to be uh, mara bitter, meaning it's just almost totally inedible, barely edible, or Avatiach, let's say that it's a watermelon vinimtzesaruch and it turns out it's it's uh, like kind of rotted on the inside. You know how watermelons get mushy and nasty and you don't want to eat it really. So we learn again that both these cases are just borderline edible, but therefore clearly um, far from being chelbo, the best quality cucumbers or watermelon in the pack. Truma, what you took is truma, mido so since we're learning here that this is um, still food, and therefore we said that it's not the eb it's, it's if one takes not from the best, it does work. But here the rabbis are putting their foot down and then saying, V'yachs over Yisram, you have to go and take truma a second time and to get a new cucumber or a new watermelon and give that as truma. In addition, medirah banan. Now, although we had said previously that if one bid'yev does take um, from not the best, it, it works and no second truma is required. Here it's worse. And the way the Bartanura learns it's worse is because it's karav l'mezid. It's almost as if you were willful in your taking the lower-quality cucumber or watermelon. The reason is because, according to the Bartanura, you should have uh, sampled what you were giving us, truma, before actually giving it. Let um, us say, and I think this is the shot, this, this is a bit speculative on my part, when it comes to cucumbers and avatichim, they are liable to go bad. Certainly, if, if, if avatich actually means literally watermelon as opposed to a general melon, Uh, We've all experienced getting the watermelon and coming home and finding it is like ichi, and therefore we'd like to buy watermelons that are already cut open so we can preview them. Um, So since um, you should have anticipated there's a significant chance of these uh, foods being bad, you should have sampled them. Um, How could you sample them? Either by taking a truma in a very small amount and then checking that that tithe bit to see that it's quality, Um, or alternatively, if you haven't yet reached Kumar Malacha, if you haven't yet finished processing this particular crop, So you could sample it um, because there's no requirement yet to take truma and it's permissible to taste something as a snack prior to gemar Malacha. So that's two technical ways in which you could get around the practicalities of uh, previewing the produce before it designated all the truma from it. Be that as it may, the way the bartender learns here is you should have known better, you could have done better, and therefore, Medara Banan, we force you to take truma a second time. Okay. There's lots to be discussed here, but let's just go on to the next part of the Mishnah because it will reflect back on this to some degree also. What if a person takes a amphora of wine, a barrel of wine, to be his truma on the other barrels? But it turns out that what he took um, was spoiled as vinegar. So again, the case is a person has 50 jugs of wine, he takes the middle sized jug as the truma for one of the 50, and he sets it aside thinking it's wine. But now it comes out that it's vinegar. So again, the way that this Tana will learn, wine and vinegar are considered to be different minim, different species. So while the previous clause the Mishnah was talking about, um, not taking from Chalbo, which said that taking from the best is a is a mitzvah, but after the fact, it's not usually ma'akev, it's not usually after the fact, it doesn't stop the truma from being effective. Our Mishnah said when it comes to um, bitter cucumbers and spoiled melons, um, you should have known better, you should have checked, and therefore Midr of would say it doesn't work. But here in this part of the Mishnah, when we're talking about tithing wine, this tonne holds that choosing the vinegar, the spoiled wine, isn't just inferior wine, but rather that vinegar is a different min altogether than wine. And that being the case it would not be effective even Bidievet. One would have to take the tithe again because you can't take apples on behalf of oranges and you can't take vinegar on behalf of wine. At least that's what this tana holds, this tana being Rabbi Haudenasi, and who wrote it as a Stam Mishnah. That's his shita, that wine and vinegar are two different species. And that being the case, the Mishnah says, if you knew that this particular barrel that you were setting aside to be the truma for the other 49, you knew already that this was vinegar and not wine, and the others were wine. So then, then for sure it doesn't work because we're saying here that wine and vinegar are two different species, and so it's just a non-starter. Try again. Caveat, there are shitas the chacham hold that wine and vinegar are in fact, yes, the same species, and therefore one, it would work, but that's not the, how this mishnah is learning here at all. On the other hand, if one knows full well that the turning to vinegar, the souring of the wine, only happened after Truma was taken, then Hareza Truma. Then for sure the barrel you took as Truma at the time was wine, and therefore it spoiled afterwards, that's not your fault. And therefore for sure that Truma is effective. But the middle case is the fascinating, tricky case. What if you don't know? You just don't know. You set aside this barrel, you come back some weeks later to check it, and you thought it was wine, but now it's vinegar. Well, how do you know if it had spoiled before or after? And if you're not sure, so then, now you're in a situation of suffolk, and it's a suffolk where um, potentially a doraisa on your hands here, because taking truma is a requirement to be derisa, and therefore truma. On the one hand, will treat that barrel of vinegar as truma, because maybe it legitimately was taken when it was still wine. The but you have to go and take a tithe another time, Truma, from the remaining wine, because on the other possibility that when you separated the first barrel, which is now vinegar, it already was vinegar at that time, meaning it wasn't an effective separation of Truma. So now you have to, it's on, the other 49 barrels of wine are untied, and therefore you have to take Truma a second time. So you'll have two barrels after this one barrel which is vinegar, one barrel which is wine, and both of which are being treated as Truma. But certainly, they're not both truma. In fact, it's either one or the other. But it couldn't be both, of course. Either the first tithing was effective, in which case the second tithing was not truma, or the second tithing was effective because the first one wasn't truma. So, ignoring the side issue, which I'm not discussing at all, about how to deal with tithes or not tithes um, from these two halves, that is to say, ignoring the issue of if one's truma, the other one must be potentially Chulin, and a subject to Meister or Meister Shani, etc. Forget that. I'm not discussing that now at all. It's beyond the scope of this particular Mishnah. But there are other problems to consider focusing on the Truma status itself. So if that's been the case, so you have two things of Truma, and what you'll do in practice is you'll be able to sell... You'll you'll have to give both of them to the Kohen, both the vinegar and the wine, to the Kohen, because one of them is certainly Truma, and therefore as a Zara, as a non-Kohen, you can't eat either. Or drink either. However, since only one of them belongs to the Cohen and one at least economically still belongs to you, you can charge the Cohen. You can have the Cohen pay you for the difference. Now, let's, for argument's sake, say that one of the barrels is worth uh, two dollars and one of them is worth three dollars. So the question is, how So for a total of, you're giving a total of five dollars of value to the Cohen. So how much can you make him pay? You can make him pay up to three dollars. $3. Why? Because <clears throat> maybe you only owe him $2 worth of liquid. Um, either you owe him 2 or 3 So, But maybe it's only 2 And as for the third, will Hamotu Machavero love The principle is that in economic matters, financial affairs, um, the person who is trying to get money for himself out of someone else's hand... So, the person who's taking the money bears the burden of proof, and since the Cohen can't prove which is the real Truman that he has real claim to, the $2 or the $3 barrel, so we can only, we only have an obligation to give him the $2 worth of value, and the third, the other $3 worth of value one could charge him for. Um, so that means you could charge up to a total of $3 for the $5 worth of, of uh, wine and vinegar together. Okay. Um, but more than that, the Mishnah says, um, once you have this this suffolk, there's other halachas that are also that to be concerned. Uh, first of all, HaRishona, the first barrel, meaning we'll call that the vinegar barrel now, Eina Midama'as Bifne Atzma. It alone can't call, cause dimua. That is to say, if you recall, when it comes to normal mixtures of Min two things of the same type, so then, we, under normal circumstances, Midoraisa, go after the majority rules. That is to say, if you have a container of uh, 50 liters of vinegar that falls into a big vat of vinegar and the 50 vinegar 50 the first 50 that fell in uh, were let's call it trafe so the question is how much vinegar do you need to have in the mixture that was quote unquote kosher to annul the treif so the whole mixture is permissible the answer is a simple majority middle you need to, if you had just 51 of k- kosher and f- 50 of treif, the whole th- mixture is, goes after the majority, and it's permissible. Um, and that's true, lahalacha. It's just that when it comes to uh, truma, there's a dindara banan of dimuah, of a requiring a hundred times against. So if there're 50 if fifty liters of truma fell into a, a vat of vinegar, you need to have a um, hundred times that amount, meaning you need to have 5,000 liters of non-truma vinegar against the 50 liters of yes-truma vinegar uh, in order to allow the mixture to be drunk. But that's a dinda that's a rabbinic requirement. And here, since the first batch of vinegar may not be truma, um, the rabbinic requirements don't kick in, because if you have a doubt, a suffix, so then the rule is that when it comes to rabbinic inactions we, we go lakula, we go leniently. So therefore, um, since there's no certainty that this is truma, if your first container of vinegar falls into a bigger vat of vinegar as long as the simple majority of the combined mixture is from the hetzer, the permissible vinegar, the whole thing is permissible. Um, And the same will apply, as the mission will say in a moment, with the other batch, meaning the wine. If the wine, the second tithe you took, the second truma you took, falls into a larger vat of wine, the mixture is permissible, provided that the majority is from hetzer, permissible wine. There's no issue of demur with either one of them. Um and similarly uh, it says um, There's no requirement for Chomesh. This is a little more subtle. So Chomesh we said was the the kind of the penalty one pays for inadvertently eating Truma. When one eats Truma inadvertently if he's a there and non Kohen, so he must he must pay a a, a surcharge of a chomesh, that is to say, he has to, if you eat, if you drank four cups of Truma wine and you're not a Kohen. So then you have to replace the four cups for starters to make amends and actually that's, so you get to pay to the Kohen. And in addition, you have to add a fifth cup as some sort of like compensatory, you know, penalty. So you'll give a total of five cups to some Kohen for the four you drank. If you drank it, beshogeg inadvertently. If you did it on purpose, maize it, there's no chomesh to be added. So. There's a difference, however, between the first four, called Karen, the principle, and the fifth, the chomesh, that you add. The first four are essential for achieving atonement, whereas the fifth is not, after the fact. And that being the case, if one inadvertently drank the vinegar, or the first first truma, or the wine, the second truma, he has to replace what he drank, but no requirement to add the extra surcharge of the fifth, the extra, you know, 25%, I'll call it, the chomish, uh, because it's not ma'akeb, it's not essential for atonement, and there's no certainty that one actually ate true in the first place, assuming that you ate one or the other, but not both. So that's that's the case for each of these two. As the Mishnah says, the first batch of truma, meaning the vinegar, won't cause timua bite, Cause the requirements for hundred times against on its own. Nor will there be a requirement to add a fifth, meaning a twenty five percent surcharge, if one ate it b'shogeg v'chein And the same goes with the other batch, meaning the second trumah one took, which is now wine. Similarly, there is no dimua effects and no requirement to add a chomesh if one ate it b'shogeg.